What's up, everyone? How's it going? Welcome to another episode of Academics and Amigos. I am your host, Anthony Ramirez. In today's episode, I get to interview a former student of mine, and her name is Miranda Calderon. She's a political science major. She's the founder and president of a student organization at Texas A&M University called Alpha. And she is also a peer mentor for the Regents Scholar Initiative. So we'll get into all that in this episode. So with all that being said, let's get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Academics and Amigos. I am here with one of my former students. And... Um, and we've also worked together in uh, with the Difficult Dialogues project with Dr. Shrevi, who's my advisor. And we've also, what else have we done together, Miranda, like in terms of like collaboration work? I feel like we've like done other things, but I know Difficult Dialogues for sure. We've done Difficult Dialogues. You've also been my instructor for two of my classes. Let's see. Um, for sure, it was Calm One, Calm One Hundred One. I was that like, mm-hmm. um, let's see the the Friday class. I know. I just remember yes. the Friday class. Yes. It was like a discussion. I was like discussion leader for that. Mm-hmm. And then there was um, Calm Two Hundred Three or Two Hundred Five, where it was public speaking. Yes. And then there was the media culture and identity class that we just had last semester. Last semester. So that that's actually three class. courses. Wow, it's crazy, huh? Oh my gosh, time flies, time flies. It really does. And I, I had you in the very first year that you were here. We both started together here at AM. That's the cool thing. Let me give you a proper introduction. You deserve a proper introduction. So now Miranda, like I, I originally said, we, we grew up together in AM. She is a junior now. You have yes. one more semester left, you said, right? Yes, I do have one more semester left. Oh my gosh, that is insane. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. She's a junior who is about to graduate next semester at Texas A&M University studying political science. And she is the president and founder of Alpha, the, uh, a student organization on uh, at Texas A&M. And she is also a Regents Scholar Peer Mentor, which is super, super cool. And all of this is stuff that we'll talk about within the episode today. So Miranda, I'm so happy to have you here as a guest. And you're my first student that I've, I'm interviewing, mm-hmm. um, or former student that I'm interviewing. And I think it's really cool to um, talk to you about your college years and like everything. Because I, for one, had like, <laughs> I switched majors myself. Mm-hmm. I, I was originally going to be a a uh, graphic design major because I, I originally wanted to be an animator. I don't know if I ever told you this or not. Yes, you did mention it one time in one of our classes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So so you know the story behind that, that I originally wanted to be an animator. So I had to, I, I did switch majors there. And so you originally started off as a communication major, which I, I think is awesome because I'm in comm. And, um, and then you switched to political science. So I was curious to what prompted you to make this change in, in your mate in uh, switching majors. And when did you know that political science was the right major for you? So before I even started college, um, in my high school career, I always had in mind that I wanted to um, major in something in STEM. I had in mind of perhaps becoming an engineer. And so that's how it was um, for most of my high school career. And then once I got to my senior year of high school, 
and I had already taken calculus and physics. I realized there that I had no interest in those kind of subjects. I struggled a lot in them and I just, I did not have fun with them at all. I did not enjoy them one bit. And I realized that um, a lot of those subjects that I just had no interest in uh, consist, were going to be a large part of engineering, um, especially in college, if I was going to major in that. So it was my senior year of high school that I realized um, that I just did not want to major in engineering or just in STEM itself. So I was sort of stumped with what I wanted to do. Um, I did not know what I wanted to major in. And so whenever I would, whenever I was filling out my college applications and I realized they asked you that question of like select a major and I was very stumped on that. So I, it took me a while to figure, took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. And even then I did not know what I wanted to do. Um, so I was just for a while, just there stumped. And then um, a few of my classmates had mentioned that they were going to major in communication. So I, I was very curious myself because I had never heard of that as a major. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I looked more into it. And um, considering that the term is very broad, communication, I figured that's um, something that could possibly be applicable to many areas. And so um, I told myself, you know what? Let me let me sign myself up to be a communication major. Um, to be completely honest with you, I wasn't sad, completely satisfied with um, choosing that major to go to college. But I don't know why. But for some reason, in my mind, I had to. I had in mind that I needed to choose a major when going into college. I don't know why it was that, but I told myself, you need to select a major. You cannot just go not knowing what major. Uh, what major to have. So I selected um, comm as my major. I went into it my freshman year. And again, I wasn't completely satisfied with that, but I I gave it a try. Many times I told myself like, you know, just give it a try, check out the major itself. And so my freshman year, my first semester after being in like some comm courses and I realized that it was like applicable to like many careers and stuff, I, you know, again, I was trying to tell myself, like, be positive about this, like, Mm -hmm. you're going to find something you like in this major, and so it was my second semester of freshman year that I took a a political science course, and it's Texas government, and it's, it's a basic course that everyone has to take, regardless of their major, their first two years at A&M, so I, I took the course, And even though it was already a review of what I had already learned from high school and middle school, um, there was just something about it. The subject itself that was really interesting to me, the way how the professor um, presented the material to us, and even he himself was very invested in the subject as well. So I think that's part of the reason why it got me more intrigued with that subject. And so I looked more into it. And uh, I looked more into the political science department website. I checked it out more. And um, again, I looked more into political science. But even then, at the end of my freshman year, that same semester that I took um, that Texas government course, 
I was still hesitant to change courses. I mean, majors. I I don't know why, but I was hesitant to change my major because I told myself like, no, like you need to stick to one major. You can't be, you know, wishy-washy and change within so many majors. So I was like going back and forth with myself over that. And so as it went by, as the summer, as the semester ended, summer went by, I came back my sophomore year and I was still a comm major. And as I was registering for courses, I just sat there and I asked myself, like, am I really happy with this major that I'm in in communication? Or do I really want to switch to another major, which in mine I had political science? Literally the last, I don't know, two or three days before it was like the deadline to make final um, final changes to your schedule for the semester. I told myself, you know what? Let's go to let's go to the advising office and see if I can change majors. And so I did. And even then, I was still even once I had already made the changes um, of majors, I still didn't feel a hundred percent with myself. Um, I was very hesitant, and I was um, thinking in, in the back of my mind, like, is this the right decision I'm making, or is this another major that I'm switching into that I'm not going to like? Am I going to end up? Um, end up as those kind that is like behind with the course with their courses and have to graduate late like I just had a bunch of things in mind and so um luckily changing into this major um getting taking more of these courses on in political science I just I realized that I made the right decision I'm extremely happy with the major I am in right now and it's it's just so interesting um Initially, I had thought of political science as just a major that was just involved with politics um, and more just like politics as in like just the concepts and like the historical side of it. But I've realized more as I've gone more into these courses um, throughout my years here at AM that there's more to it. There's also the science aspect of it, hence the the name itself in the major political science, there's research to it. You know, there's many things you can do in that major. And so again, I'm just, I'm really happy now that I've chosen this major and that I'm in it right now. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. I remember you came to my office when you were telling me, I think we're going to switch majors. I remember that conversation. And I'm like, well, do what makes you happy. And I'm glad to see that you're in a happier position and that you found like, you're calling, you know, that because I, I know that that's something that's difficult for a lot of college students that we think we're going to go one path and we go a different trajectory. And so I think that's cool that you found something that you're really, really interested in. Speaking on another office conversation we had, I remember when you originally came up with the concept of alpha and that you were telling me about this and i was just like wow that's such a cool concept you should definitely like talk to somebody about setting that up and you know um and everything and so i thought that that was really really cool and you made that happen and you're one the founder of this organization which is amazing so that's a legacy in itself so that's really cool um and you're the president of this organization so um give us a little bit of feedback um about what alpha is what's it stand for and what made you interested in creating this organization and how did you come up with the concept mm-hmm. okay so also another thing here with alpha um is that i initially um 
did not come up with Alpha at first. I was actually going to start up a student chapter, part of this um, organization in Texas called JOLT, mm -hmm. which is um, a progressive um, organization here in Texas that tries to empower young Latinos to get more involved with politics, become more politically engaged. And so I had been in contact with um, the people of that organization. And for a while, I had in mind that I was going to start up a student chapter here at AM because there's already several student chapters established um, in other colleges across Texas. And so um, I had in mind that I was going to establish one here myself since there wasn't um, a student chapter. And I was also involved with that organization um, since the end of my senior year in high school. So I had in mind that I was going to establish that chapter, but um, as I was like in the makings and in the process of creating that student um, that student chapter here at a and there was a part of me that realized that I, I wanted more freedom, um, more freedom I, and more, be more creative, be on, my own of creating a student organization that was not, I guess, bound by some other organization or some other like higher up. And so um, I decided to actually leave um, Jolt um, by not just creating a student chapter and instead going with my own student organization. And I know I had talked to you about this in office hours. And I was again telling you about my dilemma of should I stay with this student chapter? Should I just create a student organization of my own? And as always, you were telling me like, it's up to me, like do whatever makes you happy, whatever feels right to you. And so that was also another hurdle of mine having to decide with what I wanted to do because I, I tend to be those people that's very that can be very wishy-washy with my decisions and also um, very hesitant because I like to know what's going to happen next. Um, I don't like taking <laughs> risks. So <laughs> I was, again, very hesitant this entire time. But I also, you know, sat down one day and I thought about it. And I'm like, am I really happy with this? Do I really want to do this or not? Do I really want to set up a student chapter or do I want to create my own student organization? So I went ahead and created my own student organization. It was me and a few of my other peers um, that I got together and I was telling them about the I was telling them about the idea and they also they also liked it. And so with the with their help, we were able to set up the student organization and um, we we're looking for a few others uh, for a few other um, people to hopefully help us out with this organization. So I remember we had reached out to um, we had reached out to others by sending out a university-wide email, and luckily we did get a few others to help us out. So again, there, it's me and my peers that created this organization, and it's called Al. It stands. Um, it's called Alpha, uh, which stands for Aggies for Latinx Politics, Heritage, and Arts. And so it's a Latinx student organization here on campus, and 
Part of the reason why we create this organization, um, as I mentioned earlier, is that we, you know, I, including my my peers, is that we wanted more creative. We wanted to be more creative. We wanted to have the freedom to do whatever we wanted with our organization. If we wanted to say change rules um, or just pretty much anything, you know, creating our own logo, um, having our own name, and so we had the freedom to do that since it was our own organization. And so we, you know, we did that for one reason. And another reason we also wanted to do it is because we realized that um, the Latinx population here at Texas A&M is growing. And I had heard last year, or I had learned last year that um, the population here is close to getting to 25%. Right. And so we also realized that, you know, there needs to be more representation on this campus for that community because this community is growing. Um, it's growing here at AM and also in Texas. And so we wanted to give more representation, especially at the student level. And so we figured that by adding, you know, another Latinx organization on top of all the, uh, on top of the other Latinx organizations that are already established here, it, you know, build up like a coalition. Um, it'll give more representation to these students here at AM. Not students, but pretty much everyone that's part of the Latinx community. Um, so that's another reason why we want we created this organization. And another thing is, is that we noticed that a lot of the other um, Latinx student organizations here on campus, a lot of them focus on um, politics which is something that I think that should be addressed and should be focused on, um, especially that we're the Latino community in politics, the turnout, for instance, voter turnout in that um, aspect is very low. So I do think the Latinx community needs to get more involved with that. But um, we created this organization because, you know, we realized that other student organizations, Latinx, focus just on the politics. And for us, we wanted to also focus on the heritage, um, inform the Latino community more about, you know, our heritage, our culture, um, get into the arts aspect of it, and um, just get other people to realize that, you know, we all have an identity mm -hmm. and what's, you know, we're all unique and that also, um, just to learn more about their Latino identity. So yeah, that's why we created Alpha. That's really cool. So another question that I had in mind um, as you were you were describing Alpha, and you were kind of hinting at it too about the Latino demographics and voting. So how did you encourage how did your organization in particular encourage um Latinos in the in the AM community and um the College Station Bryan community to go out and vote? Yeah, so, um, you know, last, when was it? Last semester, oh my gosh, I'm already forgetting, but last semester um, we had the presidential elections. And so we realized that this was also going to be something extremely big. And we were very happy, me and my peers, that we were going to get this organization up and running that same semester that the presidential elections um, was happening. And so 
I know for us on our board, we have, um, we created a position that is called a voter registration coordinator. And that person um, was in charge of making sure to find ways to register people to vote, encourage people to go out there and vote. Um, and so I know for our, um, our organization, what we did last semester is that we would, um, we would try to create awareness within the Latinx com community to go out there and vote through our social media posts, um, through our group me, and also by setting up a table um, one or two times a week, um, every week of the semester um, at AM, where we would just register people to vote. Uh, we would register anyone that would pass by, that was, you know, students, um, faculty, staff, any visitors that were visiting um, campus that day, we would also register them to vote. And so that's that's a way that um, I know that our student organization helped out, um, helped out the community here at AM by registering people to vote for that. That's so cool. I'm, I'm really glad that you all were able to do that. How many people did you end up getting, if you remember? Yes, we registered over 200. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a really good number. Wow, that's really cool. Wow, I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's really, really cool. We really did. We we pushed through and we we made sure um, to at least be out there once a week. But I know there were several weeks where we did go out there more than once. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it was two or three times a week and we'd be there for a few hours in the day. Yeah, it paid off because 200 people is 200 people. And that's people. a lot of people. That's a lot. That's really, really amazing. That's super cool. So another thing that we mentioned earlier is that you are a part of the Region Scholar Peer Mentor Initiative. And so I'd like to know what, what type of work they do there. And how did you get involved with being a peer mentor? And what does it mean to you being a peer mentor? Mm -hmm. So um, to become a Regent Scholars Initiative peer mentor is that you also have to be a part of the program. And so for the students that are interested to come to AM, um, there are, you know, obviously there's a lot of scholarships offered. Um, from the school. And one of the scholarships that AM offers to first generation college students is the Regent Scholars um, Initiative program. And so, what this program is, is that they assist first generation college students um, by providing a scholarship, but also their very first year here at AM, you take a year long course. Um, in the program where they teach you, um, they teach you how to navigate um, through in your college journey. Um, they teach you from time management um, to not procrastinating at all, um, to um, talking to your professors, um, how to navigate with just many aspects of your life when it comes to college, you know, the social, um, academics and all of that. And it's very helpful course. And so again, that um, scholarship is provided to you um, throughout your four years of college here at AM. And so um, your very first year, you um, you are assigned to a mentor. And 
with that men typically those mentors are upperclassmen they can range from sophomores up to seniors and usually the program tries to pair you up with a mentor um, that is in your same major or a major similar to yours and so all throughout that year, your first year, you have um, you meet up with your mentor every other week. You have community meetings. Um, you're you are again paired up with your mentor, but you also have um, your peers in there as well that are also in the same program as you and major. And it's just a way for you to interact more with your um, mentor, also interact with your peers hopefully um, create some friendships. And also um, it's it's a resource to you. Um, it helps you again to figure out if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like to talk about, whether that be stuff in college or just your life in general. Like it's, it's a time for you to really just um, really use that resource and see what you need out of it to, you know, get your way through to college. And so in order to become a peer mentor for this program is, again, you have to be a part of the program and um, you can apply your sophomore, junior, senior year of college and you get to help out, you know, these first year, uh, first generation college students, help them navigate um, throughout their years, their upcoming years here in college, um, provide them tips and tools and hopefully create some meaningful friendships with them. And um, that's that. And so the reason why I became a peer mentor myself is because one, I know I got, um, I got very close with my mentor. And even now, even though she's already graduated, we still talk, we still talk every now and then. And it's, it's just so nice, you know, it's nice to have someone um, older than you that has already gone through what you're currently going through, just tell you, you know, um, you know, perhaps provide you some tips, um, some words of encouragement or advice as to what you should or should not do. And it's, it's, it's a really nice thing. And so I know that I also wanted to provide that kind of support to others. And so I figured this was an opportunity for me to get involved and give back. And so I did, I, I became a peer mentor for this program. And right now I currently have around 14 mentees and we meet every other week. Uh, we have our meetings and um, it's just a nice way for me to interact with others. Um, again, give them advice as to, you know, what they should expect um, this year in college or their upcoming years. And it, it, it's, it's just really nice. It really is nice um, because um, I've been in their shoes before. I've been in that position that they're in right now. And so it's, it's really nice to just talk to them. 14 uh, mentees wow that's that's crazy um I thought you were gonna say something like maybe like two or three but 14 is amazing wow I, you, you always blow my mind Miranda you always blow my mind like like honestly the the you, you're doing some really really cool stuff and I'm proud of you I'm really proud of you and so as somebody who has seen you grow throughout these years of 
of uh, your your college years your college mm-hmm. years and it, it's a lot of growing up and and all that i can't help but want to know what do you see yourself doing in the future like mm-hmm. what do you see yourself doing in the in in five years from now because mm-hmm. in in class i always try to teach you how and and you you've experienced this <laughs> multiple times i i try to teach um, different ways for you all to learn lessons and and not just the material in class, but things that you can learn outside of class. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like for that final, you know, for my final question, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm-hmm. What what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. That's that's sort of a tough question to answer um, because I. I've always had in mind, I've always been that person that's had in mind that I, you know, I'm going to have like this roadmap. Um, I'm going to have these list of things, kind of like a checklist as to what I'm going to do next. And I've realized entering into college that not everything goes the way you plan it to be, um, which honestly, it's it's been disappointing several times for me because again, I'm, I'm a very structured person. And so I like to know what's next. Mm -hmm. And if I don't know what's next, it drives me insane. Because it's, it's just for me to know the fact that there are risks involved in stuff, it scares me. And it's just, it's just crazy. But um, as of now, um, as of now, what I have in mind, even though I know this this can change in the next few years, given that what I've learned um, throughout my college years here that not everything, you know, is settled or set in stone, it can always change. Um, I may not know why I may not know the exact reason at that moment. But later on, I, you know, I realize it. And there's plenty of times that I've been very grateful. And I'm like, wow, like, it all makes sense now why this happened. But um, as of now, what I see myself doing in five years is um, being a lawyer. So I, I know right now what um, I'm currently in the process of prepping myself to um, apply to law school next semester. Um, I have plans to go to law school and hopefully graduate to become a lawyer. And so that's, that's what I see myself doing right now. I see myself becoming a lawyer in five years from now. Um, I, I, I see myself being, you know, as this strong, independent woman, um, being there for my family and friends, especially my family that I know they, you know, have supported me all these years with my academics. So I definitely do see that happening, um, being there for them. And that's, that's what I see myself doing, you know, being a lawyer. Do you know form of law you want to go into? Um, that's a good question, actually. So there's actually several areas that I've looked into right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I've looked into immigration, personal injury, also labor and employment law. So Again, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly what I want to do. Um, those are the kind of areas that I'm focusing on right now. Um, I know that will probably change um, as time goes on, but that those are currently the areas I'm looking at. 
do you see yourself maybe being um, an activist in any way or like doing um, work similar to Alpha, but in a different capacity, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't thought, I haven't really thought much about that. Um, I do, I will say that I'm, I'm a very giving person and I always like to be involved in something. I, I've noticed that I do like to be in leadership positions. So I would not be surprised if I do get myself involved or starting up something in the next few years from now. And I know for me, um, you know, being a Latino myself, my community is very important to me. And I, I just know like, whether that be the next five years or so, or later down, later on, later, um, later on down the road, I know I'm going to do something. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I know you will, because um, I've always told you that I've seen that ambition in you. And I know that you're meant for great things. I've told you since, since I met you, I, mm-hmm. I've told you that. And um, each, each time I've had you for class, I just seen your growth and you just keep getting better and better with everything that you do. And not just as an instructor, but as as a friend and i i want to say that i'm very proud of you like i really am and uh just you're doing some really really cool things and you're just on a path to success you really are miranda and like your family should be very proud and i know they are and um you know i can't wait to see what you do down the line i can't wait to see you graduate i can't wait to see you become a lawyer (laughs) and uh Maybe in five years, we'll have another conversation like this and see like what changed and, you know, what happened and see what's up from there. But I want to thank you for being a guest. And I was mm-hmm. curious, would you like to um, give any information about Alpha, how um, those who might be interested might want to sign up for it? And if you want to provide any of your social media, if you want to share that or not, but for sure, Alpha, I, I think that'd be really cool. Yes. So if anyone is interested to join Alpha, it's a student organization on campus here at Texas A&M. We host general meetings and events throughout the semester. But yes, if you're interested to join Alpha, um, feel free to contact me. My email is fabranda16 at tamu.edu. It's F-A-B-R-A-N-D-A. 16 at tamu.edu or you can also follow us on our instagram account it is um at alpha tamu so that's all that's great so again miranda thank you so much for being a guest on academics and amigos this week and again i wish you nothing but the best and i'm super proud of you thank you thank you Again, thank you so much to Miranda Calderon for being a guest on this week's Academics and Amigos. If you're interested in finding out more about Alpha, be sure to check out the Instagram page at alpha.tamu. For more on Academics and Amigos, be sure to check out my website, www.arramirez.com slash Academics and Amigos. Twitter at Academics Amigos. We are also on Instagram at Academics and Amigos facebook.com slash academics on amigos as well this episode is hosted and produced by anthony ramirez so until next time friends be cool and stay awesome